You're tuned into the only show that says words into a microphone for people to listen to. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a completely nude sommelier, ladies and gentlemen, the queen of Chardonnay. Alexis Thompson. Ooh, swirl and spit, everybody. That's right. Good morning, Jason and Fluffy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm two people today. Good morning. <laughs> I just realized I'd say, I'll say Fluffy. No, it's our good morning. Oh, man. Guys. Good morning. Good morning, Don McClain. Good morning. And good morning to all of you on this Thursday, June 9th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to one more alarm clock till the weekend. Welcome to Donald Duck Day. Welcome to National Earl Day. Welcome to oh. National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Laughs after lunch oh. or anytime with Colleen and Bradley. Sure, That's we can get laughs. laughs after lunch with Colleen and Bradley. <laughs> welcome to mm-hmm. Writer's Rights Day and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. <laughs> Every morning at the top of our show, we raise our glass to all of you that listen to us every single day and ask, how the hell is your coffee? Lex, how is yours? Mm, Oh, it's divine today. It's hitting the spot. Hitting the spot. French roast, delicioso. Don McLean, polka dot. Your oh, tea. polka dot. Yes, my tea is great. Yeah, I'm actually halfway through it, so I might have to make some more, you know, oh. in about an hour. I ice. know the I know the feeling. Almost oh, halfway done with mine. I know. Uh, well, I'm going to cheers my papa, the guy that started it all on this National Earl Day. My favorite <laughs> Earl is my papa Earl. Papa. Oh, cheers to Earl. His, to Earl and his biscuits and his moonshine. And his cornbread and his pinto beans. Ooh, I could go ooh. on. <laughs> Cheers. Love you, Papa. Cheers. Oh, mm. Wow. That's one thing. I know we do food talk usually later, but yeah. it's funny that it's Earl Day. And I was thinking about this. Obviously, I spent about, well, I lost him in 03. I lost Earl in 03. And then so 03 to uh, 2019 is when. Uh, we decided to do something with it, but I, I spent, you know, off and on those years working on the biscuit recipe. You know what I I if I want to do next is um, he had a really good cornbread recipe, and Ooh. I and I want to make I want to I want to make some damn fine cornbread because I love I love cornbread. Lex, do you like cornbread? I love cornbread. Okay, I didn't know that about I you. I had so. some last weekend at Sea Salt. Delicious cornbread there. Believe oh, it or really? not. Yeah. I've I always try it wherever theirs. I go. So, oh. so and good. We learned a hot tip down in the cafeteria. They were out huh? of biscuits one day, uh-huh. and uh, the chef down there—I don't remember which one it was—he put the gravy on cornbread. And now mm. Alexis and I are like, we kind of just That's what we love want. this. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty tasty. Biscuits mm-hmm. and cornbread. Hey? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you know, gravy is good cornbread. with it. Yeah. Gravy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. White my apologies. Gravy. Yeah, gravy. yeah, that mm. was delicious. Oh, right. Get mm. me down with that. Get me down. <laughs> yeah, I just I got to figure out. I have all of his stuff. I gotta I, I gotta yeah. find it. I mean, like most grandparents, they didn't really write a lot of stuff down. Um, but I did have him write stuff down. My last normal visit with him in like '99 or '99, I went over. I went back home to Indiana and saw them. 
And it was my Lex, it's that trip that I talk about where it was like that full, that holiday Folgers commercial from the 80s where the guy uh, wakes up to the smell of coffee and he comes down, he comes home from college and it's for Folgers. Oh, right. And he yes. comes downstairs and it's a, yeah. Anyway, That's I had what that. I had that, yeah, but with his, his breakfast, I went home. It was my final time um, seeing all of them, meaning my, my mama, my papa, and my dad, because. I'm not bringing the party down, but if you're a long-time listener, you know I lost them all in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So it was the last time I saw all of them, and I, I slept in the in the little in his room, and I woke up and like, <laughs> oh, and there was nothing better than that smell of like bacon and then fried potatoes mm-hmm. and biscuits and gravy, and I thought, oh my goodness, this is my entire childhood heaven. right here. Oh. Yeah, heaven. And I sat there and he made him. It was just for me because, you know, he didn't really he made him so much. He didn't really toward the end. He didn't really eat his own cooking. He just so he made me just a whole batch. And I asked him that day. I don't know why I normally wouldn't have done that. But I asked him to write stuff down. And uh, thank goodness I did. So anyway, Aww. Annie Hoodley. Yeah, those are those memories that just uh-huh. pop up and absolutely uh, just makes you feel like, well, they're still here. Yep. And, you, and they live through you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of family, um, if uh, people uh, listened real closely, if they were near Shoreview, <laughs> if you if you are if you're listening if you were to Chocopee, us, I think yeah. you might have heard as well. Oh, okay, perfect. If you were in Edina, <laughs> um, you if you heard noises, it was coming from Alexis's house last night. Uh, what was your house like oh, last night, Alexis? Oh my goodness, Lex? we are Celtic <laughs> Central. They of course are in the NBA Finals, and wow. Um, well, they beat them. They won last <laughs> night by uh, it was like 116 to 100. Oh and Golden State looked really defeated, but they were playing in Boston. So, of course, the fans were going wild on their feet and just having the greatest time. And uh, the game started at 8, so the baby got to watch a little bit of the show. Or the the game, I should say. <laughs> He's two and a half. And you should hear him. He's got, uh, Angel, husband's got the kid chanting, defense! He defense! Did. You really? see this guy? Yep, defense! <laughs> and it added to the, uh, also because he has a little Darth Vader costume that he loves to wear with just a diaper, the cape, and the what? mask. Shut oh. up, Lex. So he's dressed as Darth Vader, <laughs> chanting for the Celtics. <laughs> Lex, this that's hysterical. Fantastic. In a diaper. Yeah. In a di- yep. A, it's a fine. Darth, diaper Darth Vader. Diaper Darth. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> this is why he has, um, what did your preschool teacher say in your parent-teacher conference? He oh. has extreme bursts of joy. Extreme where he goes, joy, what? yeah. Outbursts like, of joy, yeah. I wonder he where he gets that and, from. Yeah. Wonder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, how oh, he loves it. Oh my gosh, it's so fun to see. And um, oh, wow, Lex, it's been since, great. and then on, you know, it's been since 2008, so it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, all of his it's friends back since, in Boston, they're going nuts too. And Lex, it's been since 08 since yes. the Celtics have been in the playoffs. Okay, good. Yes, I just wanted to make sure. With KG. Or, oh, got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, it's uh, it's real lively. The next game is Friday night, so we shall see. <laughs> uh, Boston leads two to one. We'll just listen up very closely. Yeah, just, just listen. <laughs> just you hear noise. Just the way that they get into it, and just the smack talking <laughs> that happens. Has has oh. Zen does Zen imitate 
Uh, do you have him imitating the breathing yet, Lex? No. Uh, the oh. Darth Vader breathing yet? Does We're he know how to do there. that? We're okay. getting there. Yeah, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> that will be really cute when that happens. Oh, you got to record that, Lex, oh. if he starts doing it. That is, that's so cute. <laughs> I love that he he's... The uh, fandoms combined. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he uh, he's latched on to Vader. Out of all the, out of all the characters, yeah. it's funny that, that Vader's the one that captured him. Yeah. That's it captured his imagination. That's it's, funny. It's Vader, Vader and Grogu. Both oh, of them. Yeah. Well, that one, that one yeah, doesn't that one. really surprise me. Where does that me. come from? <laughs> I, gee, I wonder. That's just general. I mean, I, who wouldn't just, like Grogu? This is so cute. I wonder what he would do, Lex, if if you did get that costume that I showed you, that I took a picture of, the Grogu costume. Yes. In the, in the, oh, God. I wonder what Zen would do if Mama was dressed up as <laughs> Grogu. I might get points for that. Maybe you I might. should. See? <laughs> That would be hysterical. <laughs> Why is mom dressed up like Grogu? <laughs> or he'll want me to wear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. He loves it just, so much. Just wear it around the house, uh, whatever. Hey, guys, uh, join Bradley at the TC Pride 50th Anniversary Grand Marshal Celebration. It's going to be, uh, oh, holy crap, it's tonight. Um, it's uh, tonight. At the Women's Club of Minneapolis. Oh, I love yeah. when the liners sneak up on me and surprise me. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, celebrating the legacy and future of Twin Cities Pride, and they're going to crown the 2022 20, uh, Grand Marshals. Uh, get more info on our website, mytalkworld71.com. Speaking of pride, thanks to Lori and Julia and Jess and the whole promotion staff uh, for having a great event yesterday with Lori and Julia kicking off pride. They did Celebrity Bingo. They had their live broadcast at Lush, so um, I, I stopped down there. It was. It was. I stopped down there for a little bit and a great My Talk crowd. A lot of the regulars who rain, sleet, snow, locusts, large <laughs> locusts, like in Jurassic Park, which I'll get to later. Oh, um, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm free. I can run naked. I'm free. I can tell you everything about this movie um, and why and how much I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> great. There you go. Get yeah. it out. Yeah, I have a lot to say, believe me. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, can you recycle that greasy earth pizza box? Can you or should you? It's a life question that Don McClain will attempt to answer when we return. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews for my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns 
concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, hughes-dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. Be sure to let them know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Why did the coffee file a police report? It got mugged. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. It's very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Mm, <laughs> perfect for the morning there. It's perfect timing. A little groan, a little giggle. No, it's fantastic. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming around the planet on our app and on our website. I'm Jason, Lex, and Dom. Thanks for being here, everybody. Kenny's coming up with your first look at traffic in just a few minutes. It'll it'll tell you if uh, the situation on the road is going to be a nightmare or nice. Nicer a nightmare. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but when you get done with food uh, and you got to figure out, okay, I got the salad container. Do I recycle that even though it's all uh, kind of messed up? And then you get uh, like a little sandwich box. Oh, it's all greasy. Can you? And then the ultimate one is the pizza box. It's it's covered in grease. The whole bottom is just soaked through with grease. What the hell do you do with it? Don McLean mm-hmm. is here to answer that question. Maybe. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's different wherever you live, oh. and I mean wherever mm-hmm. you live, meaning even in the Twin Cities. So oh. this uh, came up because. The group that supplies the pizza boxes to Domino's did a little study uh, and they wanted to know, um, what's the deal with this? Can we recycle these? There's some confusion because it's yes and no. Um, In New York City, for example, um, you can put that in the recycling with the rest of your cardboard, other Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Municipalities, though, like... Huntsville, Alabama, for example, you need to put it in your trash. It's because um, whenever they break down the cardboard fibers, if there's too much grease in it and then they make a new cardboard box or whatever, it actually makes the cardboard less durable because of the grease Mm. inside. Um, If there's cheese and grease and you just throw it in there. But uh, some recycling centers can process it. 
So I guess um, if it has like 20% grease by weight, most of the grease just ends up being about one or two percent and and that's fine but it's if it's over that and how are you supposed to know right well well, there's a website that you can go to that is by Domino's, and alexis will put this up yes uh, i will i'm looking for it now and i was surprised like jason um down in the north loop what's the zip code down there Five five four zero one four zero one. Let's see if that. What the hell do I do see. with my pizza box? Minneapolis Hennepin County. Uh huh. Um, That's it. It says it accepts pizza boxes. Oh really? Yes. You can't, Alexis. Uh, where around uh, your area? What? Yeah. Let's do five five one one four. Okay. That's this building here. Okay. Let's do that. Um, Ramsey County. Accept pizza boxes. All right. Okay. Now I'm going to put in my zip code okay. for Woodbury. The link is up. It, Woodbury, Washington County, explicitly prohibits pizza boxes. Oh. Wow. So you can't prohibits. do it. In, right. You can't do it in Washington County, Woodbury, that zip code that I live in. So it really is depends on which county you live in all over the United States. I was always under the wow. assumption... I, I heard it, I, obviously, on the news or something, or I read it, that because of the grease, that it was just a done deal, that it didn't even matter where you live, that it was just not, um, you just, they couldn't recycle it because of, of the grease. It didn't now matter. Now you know you can. And now, I mean. Mm-hmm. That doesn't I, mean we're going to order Domino's necessarily, but thanks no, for the love- thanks for the link. It's actually yeah, you can find it. Alexis will put it up on yep, her it's show. It's up page. now. Yep, sounds I, great. I love that Domino's was the one that uh, sponsored this. Of course well, they the, did. Right, the company that they um, that owns them actually did the study and actually built this part. I mean, this is think about the process of building this into their website. That's yeah. not an easy thing to do. I I, I got to tell you, I wish they could figure out a way to have transformers um, transforming pizza boxes. And here's what I mean. Hang with me here. Okay. You, you got your pizza, okay? And you got to fit that damn box in your refrigerator. Like if you get, uh, if you have leftovers. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to transform that box into a smaller box that could fit inside your refrigerator. Oh, like pizza, you, pizza slice shape. Something. Maybe. You know what I mean? Something. Is there a way to deconstruct that and turn it into a smaller <laughs> one? I know the obvious answer is just wrap it in aluminum foil, Jason, and throw the box away. But even yeah. when you're throwing, but even if you're throwing the box away, it's so cumbersome to try to bend that box. You know what I mean? And shove it in something. Yeah. I wish someone would come up with a pizza box. <laughs> That was foldable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just yeah. easily. It. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I'm amazed at yeah. just the way they come anyway. Like that somebody figured out the tabs and then you fold that down into this and that. I was in a bad mood the other day because I couldn't have the pizza that somebody in my house ordered. And I was looking at that stupid box and I'm like, you know, there's somebody who's living in a mansion because they figured out how to make these little tabs yep. and, oh, and fold it little, inside. Those, like yeah. it was a fancy one where it, it wasn't just like a whoop, like little Caesars. It was like up and over and over to the side. And I'm like, oh, and those little tables in there. So the, so the top doesn't yeah. flatten down so onto the that's pizza. That's also a Barbie side table. Yeah. It's a, du- I, it's a duo. 
I love Dawn that you um, that you go for you go to the place. Of there's hate. some that you, there's <laughs> no that you go to. There's somebody living in a mansion. Yeah, damn it. That came up with this idea of this but box like, and yeah, these tabs, mm-hmm. and they're living in Brentwood. Yeah, and they're very very rich. You're like, how come it, you're rich? Oh yeah. well, I I figured out how to like a pattern, you know. Create Make a, a pizza, pizza box. box. <laughs> <laughs> and now, my children, my grandchildren, Sorry, my grandchildren's I have to go to children. Aruba on my private jet. <laughs> That's right. Excuse me. My wife's in the new Real Housewives of Dubai. See you later. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Pure jealousy. Pure jealousy. Well, it's always those small inventions that you think, oh, why the whole oh, why didn't I think oh, of that? Oh man, it's in cocktail, oh, by yes. the way. <laughs> it is. In the movie Cocktail, he's like, somebody thought of this little little umbrella and the oh. Flubersnugan, or whatever he calls the end of the, the laces. Rose Island thing going on there. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the laces on his shoe. He calls yeah. him something. MC knows it for some reason. He like literally quoted it as he, he was saying it. I'm like, why do you know that? <laughs> I just thought of something. Lex is one of those. pizza. <laughs> eating it in front of me. Yeah. So we rude. Gotta, we got to take a break. I just thought of something. I get an extra week of of watching that movie, Lex. Yes, I get you a, do. Usually tonight, I would be forced to watch it, but not tonight. No. What, when we come back, uh, is Samantha coming back to Sex in the City next? Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology, and it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. A new version of their COVID booster that's eight times stronger and provides longer lasting protection. Which sounds less like a vaccine, more like an ad for right guard deodorant. But still, <laughs> the CDC this week raised its monkeypox alert to level two. Though, if you want people to take it seriously, don't change the alert level. Change the name monkeypox. This sounds too cute. <laughs> Monkey pox? Ah, oh, you guys, should we get it? <laughs> Elon Musk is threatening to walk away from his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. Yeah, I feel like Elon is pretty close to saying, uh, I'm so sorry, my two-year-old took my iPad and clicked buy, so I don't know. <laughs> so we're cool, we're cool, right? Well, get this, a man in the UK set a new world record after he drank at 56 pubs in 24 hours. Yep, Guinness calls it a world record, uh, while his wife calls it a problem. Uh, (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Yep, a problem. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Thursday, June 9th, 2022. I'm Jason with Lex and Dawn. Michael Patrick King. um, I don't know if this is coordinated uh, or what the deal is, because Sarah Jessica Parker just gave an interview uh, last week to, I believe, The Hollywood Reporter. And now Michael Patrick King, who is the Grand Poobah 
of the Sex and the City universe. He writes and directs and everything's it. Uh, he wrote both movies, uh, and he is the showrunner, uh, writer, producer of And Just Like That. Well, now he did an interview. Yeah, it's all calculated, Jace. What? It's all calculated. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. So he did an interview um, and said that he kind of has a rough draft of season two of, and just like that, they're going to start filming in the fall, which is good news. And then we will expect it. uh, HBO would like it uh, uh, early summer next year. Perfect. We'll get it. We'll get it around maybe even in May of next year, which I think is lovely. Um, but he said something. So that's news. That's the headline. But he said something that made me go. Huh. He says that Samantha will be back in this season. Now he didn't go too into it. He literally said, "I'm not going to go too into this." <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know if that means I, I think he was quite taken with his with himself. <laughs> he was quite um, happy with how the sh- the series. Uh, the, I'm sorry. The season ended with Carrie and Samantha texting when Carrie was in Paris. Spoiler alert. When Carrie was in Paris saying goodbye completely to big and she texted Samantha and said, hey, I'm in Europe can we meet for a cocktail? And Samantha said, yes. So Michael alluded to the fact that they had a lovely day. They had a lovely encounter and that Samantha would be back. Now, does that mean more text messages? Hmm. Does, uh, because to me that will eventually, if they are, because he also alluded to the fact that they're going to be on better terms. So to me, it seems completely unrealistic that if they are on better terms, it's just going to be a texting relationship. Oh, you think so? Well, I mean... Well, okay, here's the other big question, Jace. Okay. Will that person be Kim Cattrall? Because, you know, we well, were saying that synonymous with each other, but Samantha's the character and anyone could come into that. And how would we feel about that? So you're right. The easiest answer is that they would just text each other. If but, I were them, what were you going to say, Don? I'd feel great. If what, sweetheart? If there yeah, was a, a different, this is Sharon oh, Stone, a different oh, actor. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 Garcelle, I think the odd, whatever. Oh God, Garcelle would See? be such a. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because let me tell you, let me let me talk. Let me talk ahead. Let me just tease ahead. And Lex, I just looked at the rundown. Oh, we all did. Okay. How much? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Garcelle, yes. especially in the she previews. Gets all the awards. She is all um, of us. Especially in the preview. Colin and I rewound it twice. There's a line that Garcelle says in the preview for next week's that just we guffawed. Anyway, yeah, whether it's Garcelle or Sharon Stone or whomever, I actually think um, Garcelle would be a great new take on Samantha. But whoever they pick, I think the audience is ready to move on from the Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't want us to call it a fight. And she's right. I think we all want to move on from the breakdown of relationship between Kim Cattrall yes. and, the, and the franchise. Fine. Let's let's listen to Kim. Let's listen. If you like the character of Samantha and therefore you like Kim, let's do what she says. Let's move on. 
Let's move on and recast that role. Yep. I would be completely down for it. I think we're all three yes. in agreement oh, on that one. Yes. Gosh, yes, please. I think it could be fun. It could breathe some new life into that franchise and into the show. Because I got to tell you, um, they kind of need Samantha. They need yeah, the they funny. Do. They need that fourth funny. Because Charlotte is funny, but she's more cute. Oh, yeah, that's no, not That's not, not the role that Charlotte plays in that. And that mm-hmm. foursome. Yeah, it's like a dumb funny. <laughs> yes. But Samantha is the sex. Samantha is the sex. She's also the let's get real mm-hmm. person. City. So yes. if there was any wokeness that she was not for, <laughs> then she's the one to say it. It would yes. totally balance things out. She'd be like, oh, please. Because could you imagine a new Samantha um, hearing about charlotte's kids uh dilemmas you know what i mean oh yeah she would be so insensitive but in the most you know not that it's funny i'm not saying laughing it but but samantha would have cut through all that crap you know all the crap of last season not just just, but the whole everybody's uh, conundrums (laughs) yeah what are you what the hell is this um Oh. oh Yeah, I think that would work. And the other thing that's great about this, that they're kind of really leaning into this whole Kim Cattrall, I know it's not a fight, but, you know, drama maybe, is that uh, it's genius because it just buzz, it it has a buzz around this show. So what are they going to do? Samantha has to come back in some way because she was so present in this first season. It would be really weird if she wasn't referenced at all. In the second one, it's just how deep are they going to go into it? And the curiosity factor alone will bring a lot of people back to the yard or in the first place. Well, also, Lex, like I said at the very beginning, it's going to stretch. It's going to stretch believability. Yeah. If Carrie, Michael Patrick King is saying that Carrie and Samantha have basically made up. Okay, so they've made up. They're lifelong friends. You're going to tell me. That Samantha, as rich as she is, isn't going to jump on a plane. Exactly. So you're going to tell me that the relationship is just going to be by text? That's not realistic. Yeah. If you're going to tell us as the audience that Samantha and Carrie are friends again, you you can't not have Samantha coming across the pond. It just mm-hmm. that doesn't make any damn sense. Do you think it's, there's a part of uh, Michael Patrick King that just thought, "Let me just write this, and maybe it will woo Kim Cattrall back." No, I think mm-hmm. he. Like I of, think, of all of the characters, nope. to no, not at all. Lex, hmm, I think beyond. he is. I think he is as resentful. I think he is as bitter. Maybe I think it's to rub are, it in her face. Maybe I, I think there are two camps. Okay, and it's been made very clear by you can tell Kim Cattrall was recently honored um, uh, as like Woman of the Year by I believe the Hollywood Reporter, and it was very telling. Who came to that event to support her? And that was Patricia Field, the longtime costume designer, who did not return for this spinoff. Nope. Patricia was there. Um, Darren Starr, who created Sex and the City, was there Mm. and now has distanced himself from the spinoff. And also, um, oh, Lex, what's her name? She wrote... um, she wrote Sex in the City. She wrote the the book that it's based on. She wrote the um Oh, um uh, her name Oh god. Sex and the City. Candace, Candace. Candace uh, Bushnell. Uh, Bushnell. Bushnell. She She is was her, there. Oh, 
And publicly, they Instagram, they're, her and Kim Cattrall are together. So I think there are two Sex in the City camps. Wow, that is weird. I think the there is Team Kim. Yes. I think there is Team Kim. Mm. And I think there is Team SJP. And, and wow. Cynthia. It surprises me that those people were there. Oh, yeah, all of them. Like, oh, it struck me. I was like, oh, look at that. Well, and Candace has thrown some shade at the reboot. Really? Oh, and she is very subtle, but she's also thrown shade at how Carrie has evolved from her book. And I'm thinking to myself, lady, you signed it over. You you, you gave your baby, you know, you can't, yeah. you gave your baby over to somebody. You, you can't, you know, and everybody changes. I mean, Carrie's not going to, thank goodness, Carrie's not going to be the same person that you wrote about when she was in her 30s. She's now in her 50s. Yeah. So... Anyway, I, I I haven't said that. I forgot to bring that up weeks ago, but I noticed those red carpet photos of that Kim Cattrall event. I'm like, oh, look at here. Look at everybody that's and, a happy family. <laughs> and look at who doesn't associate themselves with the new sex in the city. How relatable is that, though? And it's kind of sad, Absolutely. too. The other ladies, like, you have to pick a side and you couldn't go and celebrate yeah. her. I mean, oh. But I know that that's life, I guess. But but you know what, Kim? Kim, it wasn't just SJP. I know we got to go. Oh no, it's but, every, yeah. Uh, it was but a, S, but Kim said that none of them were friends. So that's kind of a dig to Cynthia. That's and true. Uh, you know and Kristen. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they kind of felt like what? I mean, your beef is with SJ, but yeah. Okay, so. I guess I'm rolled in there too. Exactly. Uh Probably one of the goofiest lawsuits we've heard about lately, in my opinion. Alexis has details of why Paramount is being sued over Top Gun. Next. Well, with the good always comes the bad. Paramount Pictures right now is real happy. They're sitting around in their offices in Hollywood, just clapping. They're ordering bagels. Oh. For the staff, they're, they're having, I hope they put some cream cheese too because they deserve it. Lex, Lex, they have cream cheese. Oh, they have good. four varieties. Okay. Four oh my gosh, varieties. Oh my gosh. Four. <laughs> they're, they're bringing in carafes of coffee. Oh my God. Uh huh. Pizza. They've ordered pizza for the lunch crew. <laughs> They've looked up whether or not they can recycle the box. That's right. <laughs> and because of Don McLean, they know they can yeah. in, their, in their jurisdiction. <laughs> Um, oh, gosh, that movie, $291 million in the oh. first 10 days in the U.S. alone. <gasps> yeah. Touching. Whoa. I yeah. I still, I haven't taken, we've had, happily, we've had a really fun couple weeks. We've done some really fun things, but I want to take him. He still hasn't seen it, and I'm dying for him to see it. Um, it's just so good. Oh, anyway. Well. So the good comes with the bad. They're excited because, as Alexis has pointed out, it's made a kajillion dollars. But here's the bad. People are coming for you. They're coming for you. And there's a lawsuit floating around about the movie. So what is this like? Oh, my goodness. Yes, the family of the man who wrote the article that inspired Top Gun back in 1986 says that Paramount, Paramount has infringed on a copyright claim that the in January of 2020, the copyright for the story went back to his widow and son. And they're saying that oh, right, right, Paramount right. ignored it like this. Expired. 
yes, it expired and it went back to the family. And, and that not only ha- did they ignore it, that they're thumbing their nose at, at the statute and uh, they want some money. Oh so I didn't realize this. I didn't know this about Top Gun. In 1983, uh, he wrote this article called Top Guns and that inspired the mm-hmm. entire film. So they got the rights back then, but I guess it timed out and right. the family's like, we deserve some of that. Here's where my problem is. It's not like this. We've been talking about this movie. It's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And then even in pre-production, mm-hmm. we've oh, known yeah. about this movie. And now all of a sudden, now that you know it's made a kajillion dollars, now you're bringing this up. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Timing is very curious, but we also don't know behind the scenes, too, if they brought this up and they were just waiting for it to time out, even though I know it's been two years. But still, maybe maybe it just took some time to perhaps get all the lawyery stuff together. <laughs> maybe. But yeah, I'm it's just curious. a little skeptical. I'm just. Oh, of course. I. It, it just seems very opportunistic mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay. Now after the weekend box office came out or two weekends of box offices came out, oh, here comes the lawsuit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there could be some. Right, because they were straddle- straddling the, the deadline there. So yeah. Paramount is saying well, it's, it was already underway and it was still under the time period for mm-hmm. the for the copyright, and then the family saying, "But you still worked on it until or through 2021." So that how would you split that up? I and of course, no Paramount idea. is going, "No, this there's no, no merit here. We're going to fight this till the end." And you know, well, they've made so much money, they probably will. Oh, absolutely, and and, and they have the offices with the bagels. Yeah, and then <laughs> right. uh, and then next door to that office, there's uh, 14 million lawyers just standing by. They're eating their bagels. With their garlic cream cheese, one has sunfly, uh, su- oh, uh, sun-dried yeah, tomato please. cream oh, cheese. Yeah, we need some fruity ones. That's right. And then the other one has some blueberry cream yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's right. Thank what were you going to say, Dawn? You look like you are getting ready to well, say something. Well, I would like to read. I, re- I saw this story yesterday, and I want to read the original article. I was trying to Ooh. find it because okay. I want to know how close it is to... I mean, people aren't coming just for the basic story of what fighter pilots do. They're coming to see the interpersonal mm-hmm. relationships that the writers built within this framework. Mm-hmm. So um, is it even anywhere close to the article? I guess it doesn't matter because they determined in the past that this is the original source. Or Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a great that? question. Like, hey, yeah. well, how, when, when does it become, now this is ours because we've modified it so yeah, much. Yeah, they're art yeah. inspired. You know? Yeah. Because you can be inspired. Like, I could write a story, you know. I could be inspired by, I don't know, anything, Dallas or whatever, and I could write a treatment for a new family drama. Does that mean I, oh, uh, you know, but that that has very loose, has a, a very loose connection yeah. to Dallas. Does that mean I need to give uh, right. Warner, you know what I mean? Well, you're, let's you're right, say Don. like um, David Letterman's show on Netflix oh, yeah. where he interviews people. So there's a source for that. Like, let's say he interviews Lizzo and then you write a story yeah, based on the facts within that. But it's a or, fantasy world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does that belong to David Letterman or Lizzo or you? Exactly. So I would I, I, I would like to read the source material and see. Okay. 
Is this an inspired by or based on? Maybe that's the yeah. Maybe that's the line right there. Or is it based on like there are you know plot details that are point for point, or is it inspired by? I wonder legally how that works. I'm sure there is. I'm sure yeah. there is a distinction. But what is that distinction? When when does it move mm. from inspired to based on? I'm a part of the Writers Guild of America. 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 Maybe I should try to find out yeah. on our website. That'd be fun because that's 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 curious. That's uh, I wonder about that. So, if there's any <sighs> entertainment lawyers out there listening at six fifty three in the morning? It's, it, yeah, it's so interesting because when you you can be inspired, right? But then under this provision, it lets artists for thirty five years right. recover the the copyright oh. after this. So, and then what right does the family have? Mm-hmm. To that and oh man, wow! Yeah. Sometimes I want to be a lawyer. I love getting into the nitty gritty of this and figuring mm-hmm. out what it means. Never too late, Lex. It isn't. Never You're right. Late. You're right. Go be a lawyer. Go do it, girl. Run. Take run the baby to the, bar. To, yeah. Run, Take the baby yeah, never bar. too late. The, the what? The baby bar, Lex. The baby, yeah. yeah, the baby bar. You know, <laughs> the Kardashian did. Yeah. Oh, the baby yeah. bar, <laughs> which is the practice one, I think. mm Hmm. Never too late. Mm-hmm. How long would it? What was it? Four, uh, four years? Well, you already have a degree. It would be four yeah, more it'd years? Be yeah. Five or six for me. Be, yeah. Girl, it would be seven or eight for me. The brain ain't what no, no, it used to no. be. Just fast track it somehow. Yeah. yeah. And fast who the track hell, summer who classes. The, who the hell wants to hire a brand new hotshot 62 year old lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> assume you've been doing it for a very long time yes i'll be like oh this guy's good mm-hmm. he's, he's great yeah how long you been out of law school four months four months uh, right before my 63rd birthday but i've been fighting my whole life <laughs> that's right that's right hey we have a really great seven o'clock hour let me tell you uh we have a lot of tv talk uh we have a game and then i will give you my unedited my unedited review of Jurassic World Dominion. Should you see it? Should you avoid it? And if you should avoid it, why? Why? That's all coming up. So stay right there. In the meantime, don't forget, follow us on social media. My Talk 1071. Our personal accounts, Lex in the City, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. Kenny's coming up with traffic as well. We'll be back after this.